Well, good morning, Palm Coast, Florida. How is everybody this fine Sunday? I hope you all are very, very well. I am well on this end. I am Paul Tretner. I am your longtime PGA golf professional and resident since 1990. I've been in this beautiful Palm Coast area. And the host of On the Green here at uh, WNZF. What a great radio station we got right in our hometown. And I'm very grateful for that. Very, we all should be. We got how many stations, man? I listen to 100.9 when I want to go back to my oldies. Then I listen to my 98.7 country when I'm into that. So, hey, hope you all are enjoying that as well. How about this cool weather, huh? I tell you what. So, 1990, I moved down. And I look forward to this time of the year. I think we all do. And if we don't, we should. Because, uh, you know, hey, most of us are from up north. I don't know where you're from, but I came from up north. And uh, this is a nice reprieve being in North Florida. So uh, my wife loves it so much. It's so funny, too, because our neighbors across the street love uh, Steve and Kay. They just love the hot weather. So whenever it's cool, we always are riffing each other back and forth about the cooler weather and so forth. But, uh, hey, I want to thank all my new listeners. I definitely have some new listeners, and I'm thankful for that. And my weekly listeners. There's no question I've got a good good thing going here. And for Palm Coast, you know, it's my... It's my honor to do this show, and I want to give back to the golf. And the reason for this is to update you all on local events coming up, local hole-in-ones. So with that said, if you have anything uh, for me to support, promote, tournament-wise, feel free. Email me, ptretner at pga.com. Pretty easy email address. But anyway, um, hey, 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 if you've listened for the last couple weeks, you know I just got back from the Dominican Republic, folks. First time ever there. If you're a golfer and you love great golf, you got to put it on the bucket list. Dominican Republic, you fly right out of Orlando. It takes two hours. Of course, they're one hour ahead, but it's a two two and a half hour flight. Um, the Dominic Casa de Campo is where the teeth of the dog Pete Dye designed, um, and what's called the die for to die for. And then he got another golf course. There's three golf courses. It's an all-inclusive resort. It's absolutely phenomenal. I met one of my childhood friends there with two other gentlemen. Um, great time. We played it from about 6,600 yards. Um, I did not trust my swing on the first two days. I, we played the teeth of the dog Monday and Tuesday, and we played to die for on Wednesday and Thursday. Teeth of the dog is number 27 on planet Earth. It is beautiful. It's really right on the water, Caribbean Sea. And the die course is completely opposite in regards to like it's uh, there's cliffs uh, off the fairways and it's it's on this beautiful river. It's just an amazing piece of property. I recommend you just checking it out anyway. Just Google Teeth of the Dog in Casa de Campo and uh, check that out. If you're a golfer, uh, you definitely need to you need to uh, check it out. But anyway, hey, there's a lot to talk about in the golf world these days. So uh, <laughs> I've got my friend Rich Smith. He's been on the show several times. He's coming on. We're going to talk a little bit about John Rahm going to live, Jay Monahan, some other stuff. But first, let me go ahead and thank uh, uh, two people. First off, TJ West. Thank you, TJ, for jumping on the show. A couple weeks ago, I had TJ. He is the golf course superintendent at LPGA right down the road, international, 36-hole golf course, great practice facility. 
Um, you know, TJ lives here in Palm Coast. I've known TJ for many years. I hired his father in 1998 at Pine Lakes. So uh, good relationship there. But hey, if you are living in Palm Coast and you haven't played Daytona, you need to get yourself three other folks or plus plus and go down and enjoy the golf course. They got fantastic rates. You know, I'm sure it varies morning, afternoon, et cetera. But, um, you know, the local golf courses are fantastic here. And and I'm just going to take a minute to recognize some of our um, incredible, incredible golf courses. But, uh, but again, thank you, TJ. You know, TJ went from Grand Haven. He climbed a ladder and he landed this position at LPGA um, a year ago, whatever, year plus, whatever it is. And uh, so congratulations, TJ, on that. Hard work and passion is how you got there, my friend. But anyway, hey, how about it? So you got Grand Reserve. Incredible little golf course. Bill Amick designed. I teach out there. You got to go check that one out. That is also coupled with St. Augustine Shores. Okay. Mike Pullen, owner. Uh, Brian Hill is the manager at Grand Reserve. Great little golf courses right there. Pine Lakes, I hear, is coming back in beautiful shape. Folks, go out to Pine Lakes. Support the, the local golf courses. Have a couple brewskis up top. Have some lunch. Support our local golf courses. Um, if we all do it a little bit more, I think the support will be noticeable. We don't want golf courses closing in, in Palm Coast at all. We don't want them closing anywhere, but we live here. We want to try to keep the golf courses going. Cypress Knoll, support it. Gary Player designed. Ocean Palm, I know it's in rough shape on Flagler Beach. If you're in Flagler Beach, support that club. Buy a couple beers from there, you know, a couple a lunch, whatever. Palm Harbor, I live at Palm Harbor on the 15th, 15th hole. I just disclosed where I live, but hey, great place to practice. Great chipping facility right there. You could park across the the golf shop there where Loopers is, by the way. Speaking of Palm Harbor, Loopers is fantastic. I'm hearing some really great reviews on Loopers. Um, So support Loopers and Palm Harbor Golf Course would be fantastic. And not... And last but not least, you got to go see Palatka Golf Course. If you have not been to Palatka, folks, do yourself a favor. I know I got a lot of new listeners. Palatka is very historical. 20, uh, 1925 Donald Ross Design Golf Course. Andy Hart's personal friend, PJ member. Go see Andy. Tell him I sent you from the radio show. And uh, great guy. Secondly, thank you, Mr. John Subers, for coming on last week. John, many of you know John from Advent Health, a pillar in our community. Great guy, uh, great man. Um, he successfully ran three PGA Tour events here in Palm Coast, Florida, which is not the best uh, logistic-wise to run a PGA Tour event with park, with just so many logistics. You know, um, the tournament director, which John was titled that, you know, I, I don't know exactly what his title, but I believe it was tournament director. There is a lot of hats they wear, a lot of responsibility, a lot of pressure. So John just aces three successful tournaments. Uh, the first two was champions event, you know, so many of you don't even know this, but we had three PJ tour events right here in Palm coast. Thanks to John Subers and Bobby Ginn for putting them together and so forth. But, uh, the two champions tour, uh, tournaments were at the ocean course. Uh, winners were Keith Ferguson, and Bernard Langer. Great story. John gave about him and his son driving the down to Boca Raton where Bernard Langer lives to deliver, the trophy. The trophy was, you know, done by Paul Balaker. His studios are right there in Hammock, in, in the Hammock area. Great, beautiful, beautiful um, art that he did. And the, and the trophy was really, really beautiful. I'd love to see where Bernard's got that in his home. Who knows? I, I, you know, 
I, I, John and I talked a little bit about it, or I talked about it, where I got to meet Bernard Langer on the first tee of the PNC. The PNC is uh, the father-son tournament that's actually going on this weekend. So um, I was I was asked to do the announcements there one year back in 2014. Very uh, grateful and honored for that. So I got to meet all the players, which is really super cool. So, uh, and it's amazing, you know, Bernard Langer. They showed a video of his swing back in uh, the 80s, early 80s, and just recently. Not much change, folks. <laughs> His swing looks almost identical. It's this really an amazing thing. Um, but in 2008, I was the head golf professional at the conservatory uh, and where we hosted a PGA Tour event. And what an amazing experience that was. Um, just a couple quick stories. I wanted to tell these stories when John was on, on radio and, and somehow I got sidetracked and we never did talk about it. But, you know, but behind the scenes is really incredible when you're running a, a PGA tour event. Um, you know, Steve Rintoul was one of the, um, rules officials still is for the PGA tour. In fact, he's, I always see him at number 10 at Augusta. Uh, that's his spot as a rules official. But anyway, uh, you know, he went out and back in OH, he had come to the resort, uh, you know, and to, to meet with me to go over some of the specs of the golf course and so forth and what to do and what not to do. Um, but anyway, it was just really an amazing thing to be behind the scenes, to be a head pro at a club that's having a PJ tour event. It's just an amazing thing. So, uh, Quick story, Matt Kuchar. So I'm sitting at the top of the stairs of the conservatory. If you played the conservatory, you know the clubhouse is beautiful up by the pro shop there. So the pro shop was converted into the rules um, scoring area, okay? And my office there was the weather room. So it's amazing to see the transformation and so forth. Um, but great little story here. Um, Chris DeMarco, I'm having a conversation with Chris at the top of the stairs. And uh, Matt Kuchar starts coming up and Chris says, Hey Matt, how's the golf course? And Matt looks up at stops on the stairs and looks up at kind of Chris and me and goes, well, if you like hitting three woods into the par fours, it's fantastic. So point is, you know, conservatory is 7791 from the back tees, 7,791 yards, which is one of the longest golf courses in Florida. So even the PGA tour didn't even play it there. They played it like 73. So anyway, we want to just thank, um, Mr. John Subers for his, the, him coordinating those awesome tournaments. Great memories right here in Palm Coast. So thank you, John. Hey, we're going to take just a, uh, a two-minute break here, a couple-minute break. You know, we got to support our sponsors and so forth. So don't go nowhere. we got Rich Smith coming back. We're going to talk a little bit about the live and some other good stuff. Stay right there. Don't go nowhere. Want to flex your golf skills but don't have the time for a full 18 holes? Head on down to the Palm Harbor Golf Club. You can hit up our driving range with a bucket of balls for a long-distance workout or head over to our putting green to work on your short game. Either way, you're going to get in a great game of golf. For more information or to book a tee time, visit us at palmharborgolfclub.com or give us a call at 386-986-4653. That's 386-986-GOLF. Welcome back to On the Green. I am Paul Tretner, and I'm got my friend, my uh, my buddy, my PGA Pro buddy, Mister Rich Smith, on air. Rich, how we doing, buddy? 
Very good, Paul. How are you today? We're and forgive my voice. I'm just getting over a little bit of a cold. Yes, uh, folks, Rich has been a little down and out, like many of us, man. It's been going around, Rich. So I'll try to do a, a little bit more of the talking maybe. But, uh, you know, there's a lot going on in the golf world right now with Liv and with John Rahm going over there. And, um, you know, it's it's really – it's an amazing time in golf right now. There's so much going on. Um what is your just your uh, thoughts on on John Ron going there? I mean, let me give mine right off the bat. Okay, so I'm not judging anyone. If someone wants to go to the Live Tour, have at it. Here is my. I'm just going to cut right to the chase. Here is my personal opinion. How much money does does one need? Now, I'm not judging John. Okay, again, on going there for the money. I really don't know the reason. I don't think anyone really knows the reason right now. But that obviously, three hundred million is what I heard. That obviously has a, a common denominator. That's obviously the big thing. Um, I don't know. To me, you know, with that contract, don't they, Rich, have to do a certain amount of showings, a certain amount of play? They got to travel. So, to me, I don't know if it's worth it, frankly. Well, it, I don't know. I, I'm of two minds of this whole live defecture thing. Number one, I feel very bad for the PGA Tour, which is a over 100-year established institution, and it's the benchmark of professional golf in our lifetime. Uh, now there's a disruptor. Uh, but with Liv, their travel is less than the PGA Tour. Mm-hmm. Their obligations is less, and it's mm-hmm. a lot of money. So mm-hmm. the second side of this is I don't fault John or anybody else that's taking care of their family saying, we now have generational wealth that can go down to the kids. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it's a tough call. It is. I feel bad for the sport because the sport's in disarray. Mm-hmm. And it's a sport that you and I obviously love as PGA professionals. Mm-hmm. We've spent our career nurturing the sport right down to the grassroots. And the top-end professional level is a little bit disjointed right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we need some harmony and some peace inside the professional sports arena for for our golf fans at some point. Mm-hmm. You're you're correct, and it's uh, a good point. You know, I just – I guess I'm a little more of a traditionalist. You know, I just love the fact – I don't know. It just seems – it just seems like, uh, yeah, everyone's got their own opinion. And really, it's still new. It's like, And you made a great point. Being a golf professional, I mean, we hate seeing the disruption. We really do. And I think it's, it's affecting everyone. And you notice there's a lot of big names that don't want to make many comments right now or, or chime in. And, and that's, again, because no one really knows 100% of what's happening and so forth. And uh, it's all a little bit of a speculation. But, you know, I never – going back to John Rahm, a lot of people don't realize. So his golf swing, Rich, I don't even know if you realize. I think you and I spoke about this. His golf swing is the way it is for a reason. And I don't yeah, know if a lot foot. his foot. Okay, so his right foot. He was born with a club foot. So, and I just wanted to confirm this. I mean, he told us that this. He opened to the public about a year ago, I think, at the British Open. And uh, twenty minutes after he was born, his foot was broken, and they, you know, repaired it. And he's been in the cat. You know, every week he had to reach change his cast and so forth. And uh, that just made his swing. His coach from Arizona State, when he was going there, um, you know, just seen something incredible. His ball striking is unbelievable. 
and um, you know, and even with his, he cannot really drive off his right side. So that's why his swing is 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 a little bit short, and but extremely powerful. So I mean, I don't know, you know. I mean, it's just it's an amazing story with John, and you know, a lot of people, including myself, frankly. Hard to kind of like John in the beginning. And and I think part of the reason for me is that, like, even a little bit of a bad shot, he would complain and so forth. And and we know why that. I mean, when we look at Tiger Woods back in 2000 and Tiger's incredible years of golf, these guys are so good. They picture the ball doing exactly what they want. They're perfectionists. And when they don't hit perfection, some of them, Tiger, John Rahm, they – why it looks like they're whining, they're complaining, but they get them a best shot, you know. So, point is this: I gained a lot of respect in John Rom when I learned about his foot, you know, his club foot at birth, and you know, it's just he. No one gave him anything. I mean, he worked his butt off for it. So, I don't know. I don't know why I went off on that. Just it was a side side thing. But a lot of people don't know about his foot, and I think that's just pretty pretty wild. Um, well, you know, there's style points for a pretty swing like Tiger's. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Lee Trevino, Arnold Palmer, mm-hmm. uh, Raven Floyd, the bottom line is get the ball in the hole. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to look textbook. It doesn't no. have to look pretty. No. It has to be functional and repeatable. And, uh, yeah, kudos to John Rahm for overcoming the physical adversity and becoming a, a, a top-ranked player in the world, one, two, three, four, or five, over mm-hmm. pretty much his whole career so far. Yeah, and, you know, folks out there listening right now, Find your swing. What makes you, you know, Rich, you said repeatable. That's that's the main thing is repeatable. And um, got to make it simple. The simpler we make our golf swing, really, you know, the more repeatable it is. Now, so I go to Dominican, Rich, you know this, and I play the Teeth of the Dog Monday and Tuesday. Wow. Just an amazing, amazing piece of property, too. And... Um, yeah, I didn't trust my swing the first day for sure. I got better from the first day on, but I wanted to just relay why. And, you know, I just, A, didn't trust it. B, your pre-shot routine for everybody is so important. Your pre-shot routine is like your security blanket. You know what I mean? And these guys, the good players anyway, they all have a great repetitive pre-shot routine. So my suggestion and my, uh, positive approach to any anyone out there listening that wants to improve their game is to really establish their pre-shot routine so that you're in your own little office in between shots you know what i mean and that's so important but um but anyway so let's i want to talk rich about the masters and is there anything in the masters week that we have scheduled my friend we do, uh, and I don't want to do much more than tease it. Right. But mm-hmm. uh, for the listeners in Palm Coast uh, mm-hmm. and your fans, mm-hmm. we're going to have an experiential uh, opportunity mm-hmm. at the Masters. You and I will be there with them, mm-hmm. with celebrities from various walks mm-hmm. uh, tied in with the tournament. And uh, hopefully, based on behind-the-scenes negotiations, we have – a lot more to say in the next week to two weeks. Uh-huh. But but I think it's really cool to tease it out there that if you're a Masters fan, a golf fan, mm-hmm. uh, and a fan of anything, um, keep your ears open to Paul's show uh, between now and Christmas because there's going to be a really great opportunity for anybody that wants to attend the Masters in a very special way mm-hmm. uh, in 2024. Mm-hmm. 
I think it's great. And, uh, yeah, so tune in, everybody. We want to keep you all, um, you know, posted of what's what's going on with that. And it's going to be a lot of fun. So, uh, so Rich, <clears throat> going back to 2008, I wanted to just talk about that Gins, or Ginsermere tournament over at the conservatory. Were sure, you, I remember it well. Yeah, um, you know, and uh, everyone knows, I don't know if, People listen in Hammock Beach Resort, such a beautiful resort, right literally in our backyard, right on the ocean. And Brad Hauer has been the general manager, director of golf since beginning. He's been there ever since. Um, but he got the nod to play in that tournament. And I remember watching Brad tee off. Now, behind the scenes, I spoke a little bit before you came on about 2008 and how behind the scenes, there's so much to it. Like we switch nines. So the first hole at the conservatory was the 10th hole back in 2008. So um, I remember watching Brad, you know, tee off and all the members. You know, people think it's easier to play in your hometown. Sometimes it's not. You got all the members. You got your friends. You got your family. And Brad held his own, man. He didn't make the cut. But he, I mean, he, he missed it by just a couple shots. He shot 75, 76 or something like that. No matter what he shot, it was just, it was really cool to see him play. And, uh. I want to get well, his, yeah. keep in mind he had double duty that week as host professional uh, and competitor. Right. And, you know, when you host a tour event, people don't realize, even though the tour comes in, yeah. how much the local pros have to do and the local staff. It's a all out ten day um O Dark thirty to O Dark thirty yep. um orchestration of epic proportions. And the gentleman, the tournament director, was John Subers. I had John on last week, and, uh, you know, I want to thank John because we had meetings every week. I mean, he was super organized, and I learned a heck of a lot from him. The experience was incredible, um, you know, for a club pro. I mean, this was just amazing, you know, and the stories were just uh, just fantastic. How about Rod Perry? Shout out to Rod way back in 08. So I remember darkness hit on Friday afternoon, Friday, you know, evening when the cut was being made. And Rod had to mark his golf ball and come back the next morning, if I'm not mistaken. He had about an eight-footer. He makes it. He plays the weekend. If he misses, he goes home to Port Orange. He made it. He played. And he he finished. I think he finished sixth. Um, I forget what he finished, 50th or something like that in the tournament, which was fantastic. Like he cast a check. He did. Rod is. 10K plus. Rod's been one of our uh, section best players in the section for years. You know, I think did uh, Greg Coke win this year? Who who won this year? Uh, Rich, our player. Of the uh, year. No, it was it was Greg that played Bay Hill this year, and he right. also played the one down in um, down in the islands. I forget the event, but it was just a few weeks ago. Yeah, it was the. Uh, it wasn't a hero. It, yeah, it was the. Yeah, um, and, he, and he made the cut. So yep. that's nice. That is nice. So, you know, being a North Florida PGA member, if you're the best player in a section, you get invitation, Rich, to Bay Hill, Innisbrook. Uh, help me out. I don't know exactly. Well, it, Bay Hill is for the, at least it was uh, when I was there. Right. was for the section champion winner. Gotcha. Uh, the other event was for the player of the year, which mm-hmm. was uh, Tampa, mm-hmm. the, 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 the Vals Park. Um, when we used to have Disney, we had an exemption into that also. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we gave that out based on points, or sometimes we did a qualifier for it. Um, but, yeah, it's always nice to intermingle uh, PGA professionals into the tour events mm-hmm. uh, because we've been married as uh, a joint association since inception. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though they split in 68, 
we always kept our little piece of the action. Mm-hmm. And it's nice to showcase the best PGA pros on the planet because they're putting in seven days a week all day to make golf better for everybody that's out there. Mm-hmm. And uh, to showcase them and let them have that opportunity, it's, it's awesome. Yeah, that is that is fantastic. It's I remember when Mike Kemont played uh and Regner oh, yes. my and Mike uh Regner caddied for him and it was uh it was great. I mean, it, it was great to see Mike out there and he played pretty good, man. It's 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 hard, folks. You know, the one thing when you're under the gun like that is breathing. You have to just slow down your heart rate and and really get your breathing good and it's all relative. I mean, you know, if you're playing in your club championship, you may have the same butterflies as a player on the first tee of the PGA Tour, you know? Well, you got to put the week in perspective. You got sure. 144 to 160 of the best players in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're playing a golf course. Now, maybe let's use Bay Hill as an example, or even the Disney golf course, yeah. which a lot of your listeners have played both of them. Sure. And they're hard golf courses every day of the week, all, all year long. But when the tour comes into town, the rough is higher. Yes. The, the greens are faster. The pins are tucked. You have the gallery, which adds a whole new layer to it. Yep. Uh, in addition to the fact that it's just a circus atmosphere. So there's always little noises, even when it's quiet. Absolutely. It's, just a, it's a different thing. It, it, ben Hogan called it um, ice fishing and hockey <laughs> are as different as tournament golf and regular golf. And yeah. it just shows you how good these guys are, including our PGA professionals. They are the best. And look, we are flat at a time. Time goes by so fast. Rich, we want to wish you the best on getting better, buddy. Get that voice back. Um, everyone, have a fantastic week. Wishing you the best. Keep the golf ball in the short grass. Talk to you soon. Thank you. Thank you.